Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and tonight I have gathered with friends of mine and acquaintances alike to play some trivia, and it's really going to be up to you to determine who are the friends and who are the acquaintances. This will be a fun game in which I randomly cut out one person from my life, and I hope it's not the woman sitting to my left, my lovely wife, Leah. Leah, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing great. Um, we are in the same room because we uh, are vaccinated and we are married. So I hope that I'm not the one that you cut out, but I guess we'll see. Um, I'm doing uh, good tonight. Tomorrow I have a pretty long day at work. Um, I think I'm working like 13 or 14 hours tomorrow. Um, so I figured it was probably smart not to drink. Um, I did have a little bit of ice cream right before we started. Um, but I am drinking water out of... Our local uh, Tampa Bay Club Sports uh, winner's champion pint glass. So, yeah. And I like it because it's got a big W on it. So, it reminds me of the W for the Chicago Cubs. So, that's why I like drinking out of it. Well, it's a very fitting pint glass being that our other guests here I have all both met through softball. Uh, we're going to start out a little bit to our west in, uh, I forget what the city is, outside of Huntsville, Alabama somewhere. Mike and Nikki, how y'all doing and what are you drinking? We're doing pretty good, but yes, it's uh, Owens Crossroads, yes, Alabama. the thriving metropolis that is Owens Crossroads, Alabama. You can also just shorten it to OXR. It's totally That's acceptable. Right. Um, I, well, we went out to some Mexican food earlier tonight for dinner, and I had a couple margaritas, so now I switched over to some black tea, because I didn't want to die um, <laughs> tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I... First of all, I'm assuming that I'm the one that uh, Chris is going to be cutting out since, let's face it, that's probably been a long time coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, and number two, I guess I do want to die because after two margaritas, I'm absolutely bringing the beer. Uh, tonight, in honor of Leah's uh, perpetual quest to fight the patriarchy, I brought the pastryarchy. <laughs> uh, I've had it on here before. Uh, several of the beers in this series, and I'm pretty sure this one was one of them. It's like an oatmeal cookie. It because it is. It's an oatmeal cream pie, imperial honey wheat ale, dessert beer. I really want to make if I can get it open. <laughs> homemade oatmeal cookies. That'd be awesome. There we go. Oh yeah, there we go. But they look challenging. And wow. liquor before beer, that means you're in the clear, right? Liquor so before you beer, be you're in the clear. Uh, beer yeah, after liquor never been sick. Margarita liquor. Yeah. Oh, well, and this is sweet. Sweet beer. Yeah. Very sweet beer. Really, really tasty, though. Oh, Mike, I do have a surprise for you. <gasps> wow! I do not have a craft beer, but I do have it is a 3.2 calorie, a 3.2 carb, 99 calorie Yingling Light. Uh, Yingling is like my favorite go. It's my go-to beer of the beer that's rapidly available or readily available. Not rapidly available, though. Hey, Drizzly is a thing. Uh, but it's a uh, yeah for three point two carbs. I've decided to kind of slowly bring beer back into my life, and this seemed like a good way to do that. No, Ying, Yingling's light is uh, actually pretty good for a light beer. So, uh, and yeah, we're in Alabama with our antiquated alcohol laws. We do not have Drizzly here. Oh, that's see. They just they just signed the open container law into Florida permanently. Nice. So good job. Uh, is it? <laughs> oh. We we yeah. We need more impaired people making no decisions joke. Here. I was on the well. I was on the um in the car today at a stoplight, and a guy next to me had a big bottle that was like this big of something 
with a cap and it was clear on the inside and it looked like a like a metal jar. It looked like it was vodka that he was guzzling. He was holding it like this at the stoplight. I was like, that's what caught my attention. I was like, what? What is his hand? And his hand had the cap. And then he screwed it back on. I was like, holy, it was something in a jug it's that was probably this that big. vase water bottle. Those big ass glass vase but, water but it bottles. It was thick too. It literally looked like a vodka bar and I, or a vodka bottle. I was like, holy cow, at 6.15 in the morning, I am not ready for this day. You don't know his life. I don't, but I was. And then he um cr- he did the Catholic cross <laughs> when the light turns it so was, I was like, it was vodka i was like yeah i'm pretty sure that was vodka <laughs> i was like i should be crossing myself too oh lord yeah i was like oh boy here we go oh it's gonna be that kind of night uh, speaking of that kind of night we're gonna go out to the land of sin adjacency adjacency is that a word it's reno nevada we're going out to reno nevada sarah my friend how you doing what are you drinking I am doing well. I am drinking a local Reno brewery beer, the Great Basin Brewery. This is my favorite. I have it all the time. It is the Wild Horse Amber Ale. And I feel like pretty lucky that I'm not going to get cut out of your life today because I got cut out of your life yesterday. So I feel solid about tonight. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sarah was dead to me until she made a John Lester appropriate apology. Ah, baseball talk. All right, Leah, it is Sarah and me versus Mike and Nikki. Tell us about our game. All right, so this game is going to be played uh, men's college basketball style. I think I did the research right, and this is how they're set up. Um, It will have um, a typical pregame, and then we're dividing the game into halves. So we will have a first half round, um, a halftime round per use, a second half round, and then a final final wager round, which is Mike's favorite. <laughs> and so we'll go ahead and uh, get started with our pregame. Um, because I have been fighting the patriarchy a lot recently, um, you know, not all men are horrible. Um, and so our uh, the pregame is going to be about literary men. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you five literary male characters who have appeared in a franchise of books. And you need to tell me the author of that series. So it's oh, going to be kind of a, a little difficult, but I tried to pick ones that I think the common person would probably maybe be able to figure out. Um, you will have two points per correct answer. And I'm going to give you all five male characters at the same time. And then you and your partner can have some time to talk it out. So if you have a piece of paper and a writing utensil or something in, around you, um, go ahead and get that ready. All right, I am ready to go. All right, so here are your five male literary characters. Robert Langdon. Peter Pevensey. That's P-E-V-E-N-S-I-E. Alex Cross. John H. Watson. And Gail Hawthorne. So you I'll spell get, Gail? Yep, G-A-L-E. All right, they're muted. They don't have their headphones on. Sarah, so I've got a couple of them already. Do you have any? Uh, Watson, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, is that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle that wrote that? Yeah. 
So Robert Langdon. That's all I got. Robert Langdon is Dan Brown. That's his character from the Da Vinci Code. Um, I think Gail Hawthorne. I think that's Suzanne Collins. I think that's uh, the other boy from the Hunger Games book. I know his name is Gail. I don't know his last name, but if we're talking about a literary Gail as a boy, that's my best guess. I would have to imagine that's probably one of the only ones. Alex Cross. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was thinking Robert Langdon sounds really familiar. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code. the The author of that is uh, Dan Brown. That's Tom okay. Hanks' character. Um, Alex Cross is, uh, I can't think of the guy that wrote the books. Um, he writes a lot. It's uh, is it Tom Clancy? It's um, he was in a he he was in the movie he was in a movie played by uh Medea Tyler Perry. In a bad movie, and I feel like that's a Tom Clancy book. I can't think. Did Tom Clancy? I think he did Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, and he's the same guy that did. Uh, does that sound familiar to you? I don't have a better guess than that. I don't. E- I don't either. Um. So we got Robert Langdon is taking care of Alex Cross. We have a guess on Watson. We have a guess on Gail Hawthorne. We have a guess on Peter Pevensey. Does that sound familiar to you at all? No, but it sounds like one of like the Harry Potter names, kind of. Like Peter Pettigrew. Mm, I've I've never read a Harry Potter book. Peter Pettigrew is from Harry Potter. He's the guy that betrayed Harry's parents. Uh, I'm good with that. Do you want to go with... uh... Oh my God, what's her name? J.K. Rowling? Yeah, that's it. Do you want to do that? That's all I've got, honestly, yeah. I don't think we're gonna have anything better. I really didn't know any of these except Watson. <laughs> All right, we will go ahead and lock in. righty. and we're back. All right, great. Well, for this, we'll go one at a time and eat. Uh, yeah, one uh, literary man at a time, and then you um, each team will tell me what their guess was. All right. So, question number one was Robert Langdon. Uh, Mike and Nikki, what was your guess? We thought it was uh, Dan Brown who wrote the Da Vinci Code. And others that he was in. And then uh, Chris and Sarah, what did you say? Uh, It's definitely Dan Brown. All right. Well, it is Dan Brown. And so uh, the Robert Langdon character appeared in multiple books. Uh, The most famous ones are obviously The Da Vinci Code and then um, Angels and Demons. All right. So number two was Peter Pevensey. Mike and Nikki, what did you say? This was the hardest one for us. Uh, we legitimately had no clue. I thought this might have been one of the kids from Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, so we said C.S. Lewis. Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, okay, C.S. Lewis and Chris and Sarah, what did you say? This one was also our hardest one, and I thought it sounded kind of a Harry Potterish thing, so we went with J.K. Rowling. Okay, and your answer is C.S. Lewis. Uh, <sighs> Peter is the... Oh! <gasps> It is the oldest of the brothers, I believe. Um, most famously in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, obviously. But um, it looked like Peter has also appeared in four of the other of the seven books in the Chronicles um, series. So he's the oldest of the of the boys, or of the, I think all the kids. Cool. All right. So uh, number three is Alex Cross. So Mike and Nikki, who did you guess? Yeah, I mean, James Patterson did the Alex Cross books. 
Okay, Chris and Sarah, by the look on your face, I'm guessing you did not go with that. Uh, no, I couldn't get to James Patterson. The closest I could get to was Tom Clancy, because I know he did. Um, a, it's very similar. I thought it was Clancy. I'm sorry, Sarah. I didn't help you at all, so don't be sorry. <sighs> all right, Chris, if it helps, that was all Nikki on, on our end. I was like, oh, what's that guy's name? If I had played the odds, I would have realized that James Patterson has written literally 747 books. So... Well, yeah, and uh, 10 of those books all starred Alex Cross as the main protagonist. Um, I was curious because I had heard out the Alex Cross movies. I didn't really know him from the books. And so one of the things I looked up was these were the order in which you should read all 10 of the Alex Cross books. I was like, nope, that's too much of a commitment for me. I will yeah. just watch the movies. Thank you very much. That's right. He, yeah, because he wasn't only in the Alex Cross. There are other movies based on that character that I just, yeah, if I had thought about that, I would have gotten to Patterson. I'm, jeez. Okay, so question number four was John H. Watson. Mike and Nikki, what did you guess? Uh, unlike uh, Pavinci, which was just out in the dark, this was at least an educated guess, and we assumed that this was probably Watson from the Sherlock Holmes series, so we said Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. All right, and Chris and Sarah, what did you say? The same exact thing, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. All right. Well, that is the correct answer. Um, I purposely left out the Dr. Watson part um, to try to, to try to trick you guys a little bit. I mean, he's actually um, a lot of the Sherlock Holmes stories are actually told from Watson's perspective of his telling of the stories, um, which I did not know because I have not read them. So that was interesting. Hmm. Um, all right. And then question number five was Gail Hawthorne. Mike and Nikki, what did you guess? Um, we guessed that that was the Gale from Hunger Games, and so Suzanne Collins. All right, and then Chris and Sarah, what did you say? Uh, literally the exact same thing. There's only one Gale with that we that is a male that I can think of in literature, and that is Gale from Hunger Games. We also said Suzanne Collins. All right, well, great job, everyone. It is Suzanne Collins, and I originally Woo-hoo. had... Um, Hamish as the male lead on there and I was like Hamish is too pot you know and then I went through all the other characters in the story and I was like they all kind of have very unique names they're all going to be kind of a gimme but I just wanted to add it in there um all right so going out of our pre-game we've got Mike and Nikki with a perfect score of 10 points and Chris and Sarah not far behind with six Um, And that leads us into our first half. Um, So uh, both halves are going to be a little bit different. Um, So this half, uh, each team will be answering questions individually. Um, And there are going to be three separate questions for each team. And each question is going to have a different category, which I will go over. Um, The three categories that each team will get are who am I, what am I, and where am I? And in those um, specific categories, I'm going to give each team three clues to try and guess who I am, what I am, or where I am. Uh, You will get 10 points if you lock in correctly after clue number one, five points after clue number two, and three points after hearing clue number three. Zero points will be awarded for um, incorrect guesses, obviously. Leah, if if we guess after the first clue... Can we still guess on the second clue as well if we get it wrong? Nope, you are done. Okay. <laughs> um, I should have thought about adding that in, but um, nope. You just have to play the odds and hope for the best. Would uh, you say may the odds be ever in your favor? Yes, the odds better be in your favor because I do not know if this is going to be easy or hard. Um, so we will <laughs> see. 
So going into this category, since Chris and Sarah are trailing, would you like to take the even questions or the odd questions? Uh, Sarah, we've always been a little bit odd. I agree with that. Yeah, we'll go odd. We'll go on. Right. And you want the odds in your favor, right? Right. <laughs> that too. <laughs> it's a callback, guys. It's a callback like 13 <laughs> seconds ago. So like a minute ago. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we are going in. So your first categories are going to be in Who Am I? So I'm going to start with Chris and Sarah's question first. So are you ready? Let's do it. All right, hint number one. I was an American politician who sponsored a bill banning discrimination in public accommodations, housing, and employment. Sarah, I don't, there's not enough there for me to lock in a guess. Do you have anything? No. All right. Yeah, we'll take one. We'll take another uh, hint. All right. Hint number two. I was elected to the Board of Supervisors in 1977. The Board of Super... What the hell is the Board of Supervisors? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> what was what was hint number one again? I think I can... American practice. politician who sponsored a bill banning discrimination in public accommodations, housing, and employment. Oh, Sarah, this might be Harvey Milk. He was a board of su- he was he was he was working. I think he was working at the board of supervisors in is it San Francisco when the guy came in there and shot the 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 governor or the mayor of the town and him. He he was one of the ones that was assassinated, and he was very much a gay rights activist. And the time frame sounds right. I agree with that, actually. I was going the wrong way with that, but when you said that, I think you're right. Well, I think the the first hint led you down towards desegregation and things of that nature. Sorry, um, what? But yep. the 70s is, is after that. Do you want to go with Sean Penn? Uh, <laughs> he played Harvey Milk. It was a bad joke. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I love That's all I got. <laughs> I'm here all night, people. here all night. <laughs> Board of Supervisors sounds right. Uh, do you want to take that guess? you want to go Harvey Milk, or do you want to hear one more clue? I agree with you. I think that we're on the right track, and the time frame's right. Yeah, we'll go Harvey Milk. Okay, and your final hint would have been, on November 27th, 1978, I was assassinated by Dan White, a disgruntled city supervisor in San Francisco. So your answer was Harvey Milk. Nicely done. Well done, Chris. Yeah, I don't think I would have gotten I, there. I was in the national arena. I was not. I would not have gone to. I had to take a lot of clues out to make it. Like if I would have said San Francisco at the start, you would have gotten it on the first one. So I had to try to take things out to try to stir you so that everyone wasn't going to get it on the first. Board one. of Supervisors is what clued me into the fact that it wasn't national because I don't know of a Board of Supervisors that's national, but I remember him working with something on a board of something in San Francisco. So I'll. All right. So Mike and Nikki, are you ready for your question? Let's do it. All right. Hit number one. I studied divinity at Cambridge University in 1828 per the insistence of my disgruntled father. I feel like I remember hearing something about someone studying divinity, but I now I'm like, it's out of my head. At Cambridge per disgruntled father. Okay, so if they, we're probably talking somebody British. Yeah. Um, it was 18, he said 1828. 1828. Oh, um, so I don't know if I feel confident enough to guess on, on this one, mm-hmm. but I have a I have a feeling it might be Charles Darwin because I know he was pretty religious and he grappled with the 
uh, implications of his theory of evolution. And I also happen to know he was born on the exact same day as Abraham Lincoln, which was 1809, so he'd have been 19 in, 19, in 1828. But I don't know if I feel strong enough about that. For the, Let's get one more clue on that yeah. one, because, I mean, I, I think that's a good guess. Um, but I, think we but I also one. know nothing about his father. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is I don't know if it's like, Something about his father will come no. out more. So, all right, yeah, we'll t- we'll take we'll take the next hint. All right, hint number two. I was offered a place on the HMS Beagle to act as a natural scientist on a voyage to the coast of South America, where I took notes on specimens found on my voyages. Should have gone. With it, Mike. I guess we should have gone for the first. Should have gone for it. Damn, damn it! No, I no, no! I was I was thinking the I same was thing. Ri- I didn't want to risk. All right, so yeah. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and log in with Charles Darwin. Darn it. Sorry. Oh, no, no, you were absolutely right. I didn't feel confident. All right, and then the third one was, um, would have been the gimme if you weren't already there, is I came up with my own theory of natural selection and gradual evolution over time. So your answer would have been Charles Darwin. Nicely done. So after who am I, you guys both pick up five extra points. So nicely done. We are now going to move on to what am I. So Chris and Sarah, are you ready? For your what am I? So this is going to be a, obviously, like, an item, I guess. Could we get Mike and Nikki to stop making out on the screen? That'd be great. Seriously, guys, get a room. <sighs> I, was, I was just telling Nikki that uh, I was not feeling confident at that one no, at all. So I, no, I know. You like, were just saying sorry, and I was like, oh, it wasn't your fault. I didn't feel confident on that one either. Anyway, we'll stop making out. Sorry. <laughs> all right, Chris and Sarah, are you ready? For yeah, your what am it. I? All right, hint number one. I am a precious gemstone whose name was created in the medieval ages. There's a lot of precious. Yeah, so like gemstone, so you've got ruby, sapphire, diamond. Middle Ages doesn't leave a whole lot to be... There's not a whole lot of clues there, right? Right. Emerald. Trying to think if anything stands out as like Middle Ages gemstone. What, 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 what besides gold? What was everyone trying to get? Can you read that one more time? I am a precious gemstone, gemstone whose name was created in the medieval ages. Yeah, I, I don't have enough there to go with anything. I'm leaning towards diamond, but like they've been around Africa for. A long, long, long time. Maybe that's when they kind of made their way to Europe. I don't know. But there's not enough there to make a guess. No, I think we need the second one. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I occur in many colors, such as gray, green, blue, and pink, and I can even be colorless. However, there is one color that I am most well known for. Is one of the colors it's most well known for one of the colors you said? Yes, I will give you that. <laughs> I'm thinking sapphire. See, my head went emerald now. Did it? Have you seen a blue emerald? No, I've only seen a green emerald. The sapphire, different color sapphires. I've seen pink sapphire, blue. I've seen a gray sapphire. I don't yeah. know that I've seen green. You've got more than I have on this. I'm I'm on board with that. If you want to go sapphire, yeah. I mean, we're okay. we're trailing we're trailing by four points, so we need to try and make up some ground somewhere. Give me sapphire. 
It's my birthstone, so if I fuck this up, sorry. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Yeah, we'll lock in Sapphire. Okay, well, your last clue would be September is my favorite month of the year. Good yeah. job, Sarah. So, is are, were you born in September? Represent those Virgos. Yes, okay, September well, 18th. Yeah. Represent okay. those Virgos. Then uh, that worked out. Um, so, your answer was Sapphire. So, nicely done. We'll take it. Okay, great. So, you guys pick up five points there. Good job. And Mike and Nikki, are you ready for your what am I question? If it's not about gemstones, yes. It is not about gemstones. I tried to tried to break it up a little. Instead, it's about gem and the holograms. <laughs> uh, no. Um, okay, so hint number one. I originated in Mexico. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please lock in a guess. Please lock in a guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to, again, I'm just, I'm not saying we should get this, but I'm just going to throw this out there because this is one of my favorite little piece nuggets of trivia. I'm going to say maybe it was the Caesar salad because that actually originated in Mexico. (laughs) That's not an official guess. I'm just like throwing it out there because if it actually turns out to be right, then it seems impressive. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, there's a lot of things that originated in Mexico. So I think we got to take, yeah, I think we have to take one more clue on, on this one. All right. Hit number two. I have been a part of human diets since 7,500 BC and am one of the oldest cultivated crops in the Americas. Uh, a cro- okay, so it's a crop that a crop from Mexico. Okay. Oldest. I mean, I know, I don't think this is the two margaritas that we had earlier talking, but I know agave is has been around for a really long time. Yeah. Probably originated in Mexico. Um. Yeah. Uh, but I can't. I don't know of any other. <laughs> I'm not good with crops, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Do you know what? Can you think of any other? I don't know. Either? Like what? I mean, did like. I don't know what originated out necessarily in Mexico as far as some crops. I mean, sure there was. Like, could it be like corn, like corn tortillas, and like I mean, there's oh, a, there's sure. a lot of corn right. in Mexican dishes. That's true too. I don't know if corn originated. In Mexico, though, I don't. That's but it's grown, but because she she said something about the American being also, being part of a diet, which is which does lend itself more towards corn than agave. Like yeah, I said, like that was just the like agave, agave is not really something that's necessarily part of the everyday diet, right? No, I mean corn is a good guess, and it certainly was. Uh, of course, there's like the avocado. Yeah, avocado. Also true. Which was also like a. Didn't we have a trivia question about the avocado? Yeah, it was. It was the uh, the testicles question. All right. Do you want one more? Yeah, I, I definitely. Do. I just no, no, no. Let be sorry about. It. I don't feel. I don't feel good enough about. It. I mean, I like your answers are way better than mine, but mine was the tequila talking. But uh, I just don't know which one to go on that one. Okay, so you're going for one more hit. Yep. Yep. All right. The Carolina Reaper put me in the Guinness Book of World Records in 2017. I mean, the Carolina Reaper is just a pepper. Yeah, so I don't know if it's specifically it a jalapeno pepper, but I mean, jalapeno. I guess I think of that in Mexico. That, that's and certainly that's a probably Mexican thing, more so. of a staple in diets. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. I would say. Right, I guess I would we'll go with, with the jalapeno. Okay. So I need to check for my uh, clarification because the answer I was going for is chili pepper. Now, I don't know if jalapeno and chili are two different things and if I can accept that, but these specific things were all specifically about the chili pepper. 
I heard there's right. some really no, red I mean, hot it's, ones it's, in I knew it was a pepper. I didn't necessarily. I wasn't necessarily sure. Yeah. Chili pepper maybe was more fun, more common. Right. In things. Yeah, I don't know if the. I think the jalapeno pepper might be a specific type of chili pepper. Right, and rather, I'm th- yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Also. That if if uh, the the Carolina Reaper is specifically a chili pepper, and a jalapeno pepper is a different kind of chili pepper, then um, I would say that you would not get points for that. Right, I would agree. Yeah, it says a jalapeno is a medium sized chili pepper. Yeah, so I guess chili pepper is the overall like name for like a hot. Like a spicy pepper I with varying gr- degrees, and a jalapeno is type of that, and so is the Carolina Reaper. So I would say no points for Mike and Nikki. Sorry. Alrighty. It's okay. All right. So going into your last where am I category. So this is the last one that you guys will be answering um, individually. So Chris and Sarah, are you ready for yours? I love the fact that Sarah's doing this whole recording with a dog in her lap. So, Chris and Sarah, this is your Where Am I category. So, these are all semi geog They're all ge- geographical locations that I'm trying to get you to guess. So, hint number one. I was once ruled by Portugal, and my official language is Portuguese, and my main religion is Roman Catholicism. However, most of my native people are now speakers of the Bantu language. Bantu. B-A-N-T-U. Okay, so Portugal is one of those uh, colonial empires that just expanded everywhere. Uh, the The logical guess is going to be um, Brazil, but Bantu doesn't quite ring true there. Um, I know Portugal did a lot of colonizing in Africa as well, and I don't know how much how far into the like the the Eastern Asian area they went. Uh, I don't have a guess. You have any insight? No. No. <laughs> All right. So hint number two. I am located on the southeast coast of Africa. Oh, my God. I just did this. I, I've been spending time practicing my African geography. And I can't remember what's on the southeast coast of Africa. No matter what I say, it's going to come off as a guess, and it's going to sound stupid. I don't know where Nigeria is. No, I think Nigeria. Is that even in Africa? I don't know. Nigeria is in Africa. It's where all those princes live. They've got a bunch of money Mm -hmm. for us if we ever respond to their damn emails. Does Prince Ali Ababa speak Bantu? (laughs) Prince Ali, I can see (laughs) Ali Ababa. We'll let Nikki do the singing from now on. Uh, (laughs) Please. Right. What is down there? What's north? Ugh, I I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to have a venture a guess. That's po- that's possibly coherent. So, okay, are you going for a third hit? One more. Yeah. All right. My flag includes the image of an AK-47 with a bayonet attached to the barrel, crossed by a hoe, superimposed on an open book. Yeah, it's um, I say it's because I I. The AK-47 is, that's Trivial 101, I can't think of the country. Is it, is it DRC? I don't consider that south, what, you said southeast or southwest? Southeast. I'm on the way wrong coast, hold on. I'm thinking southwest Africa, southeast. So southeast, there's South Africa, and I think it's Mozambique on the coast. Um, And then... 
in from there is like uh, Zimbabwe, Botswana's in that area. And then you go up the coast. I don't know what you get to. Mozambique might be my best guess. It's not DRC. I, I was on the West Coast. DRC is on the West Coast. If it's on the East Coast, Mozambique is going to be my best guess. I have the faith in you. I, I agree, Mozambique. Okay, we'll go Mozambique. Okay, so your correct answer is the Republic of Mozambique. Holy shit. Well yes, done. done. Holy oh, shit. Christopher. You're right. That AK, I, did, I wouldn't have got it until the AK-47, but yeah, that's right. That's, that's, yeah, uh, I was going to do a whole category on flags that had like a unique item on it. And when I went through that deep dive, I was like, this is going to be way too hard. So I was <laughs> like, well, I was like, I think there's only like three countries in the world that have a like a, a gun on the flag and the ak-47 one is like the most like recognizable one in mozambique so that's why i was like well i'll just no that's that's a very good question the ak-47 yeah. the that being on a flag is one of the most popular trivia facts out there right. for flag trivia so yeah i'm happy I got it. sorry yes thank you mike i just love that word <laughs> Okay, so Mike and Nikki, are you ready for your geography question? Uh, okay. Fire away. All right. With your AK-47. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, hit number one. I am home to the European headquarters of MasterCard. Oh. <laughs> Hope you're up on your credit card knowledge. All I have are visas. Uh, I would have no uh, idea where Mas- MasterCard yeah, is. Could European not. headquarters is. Could, I mean, it could be, you know, like you think of Europe and you banks. Think like banks you think like Switzerland, Switzerland but, yeah, but, but, but I don't even know if she's looking for a country or city or what. So yeah. yes, I was not I specific. Take another hint. Yeah. All right. A major battle took place near here and is named so. On June 18th, 1815, between the first French Empire of Napoleon Bonaparte and the Seventh Coalition. When I think of Napoleon and I think of battles, I think of Waterloo. Yeah. And then that also makes me think of ABBA. Waterloo. That just makes you want to move your shoulders. Right. And this is maybe a weird way of logicking as to whether or not we should, we you know, that's a good guess, but mm-hmm. that also seems like it's pointing to a very obvious, this is the gimme third clue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that, you know what I mean? Do you want, is, do you want to you go want, for let's it? Let's just go for it. Go Bye, for it. Go bigger, right, go home. Waterloo. <laughs> All right, guys, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your third clue would have been on April 6, 1974, an ABBA song with my location as its title was the winning entry for, the, for Sweden in the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> Your answer is freaking Waterloo. I'm sorry, Lee. I wasn't trying. <laughs> we weren't trying to steal. I wasn't trying to steal. It's fine. But no, I was watching uh the second um what's it called the Mamma Mia movie the last weekend, and I was like, I don't like any of these songs as much as I liked all the ABBA ones from the first Mamma Mia movie, except for Waterloo, because I was like, that song gets stuck in your freaking head for days on end, and that's what I was like, maybe I should research this, <laughs> and that's what <laughs> no, that inspired that one. 
All right, so coming out of our first half, it looks like we have a very tight race. We have Mike and Nikki in the lead with 20 points, oh. and Chris and Sarah right behind them with 19. Ooh, close yep. game, guys. Ugh. All right, and then so for your halftime question, um, it's actually going to be a little different. We are going, there's a game that we've played, I think on here one other time called Close Counts. So I kind of um, use that to inspire this halftime. Um, I'm going to give each, well, everyone's going to answer these same questions for the rest of the game. But I'm going to give you three questions that has a number as its answer. You will get five points if you can guess within one of the number that I'm looking for. So these are not going to be like, you know, how many miles is the earth or something? And I need you within one. These are, these are smallish numbers that you should be able to, it should be fairly easy to get within one. So each team is going to answer each of these three questions. It's going to be five points a piece. If you can guess within one. So number one, and I guess we can do the same thing that we did um, earlier for each team to be able to talk it out. Number one, how many Apollo missions landed on the moon within one? All right, Sarah, what do you know? I feel like six came into my head. Uh, I think that's And I don't high. know how close or far away that is. I think that's high. So Apollo 11 was the first to land on the moon. Then there was Apollo 12 landed on the moon. Apollo 13 never did. Apollo 14 did. And I feel like they stopped going. I feel like like Apollo 15 was canceled. And maybe it's Apollo 16 that was canceled. So that puts you at four. I think four gives us a little bit of wiggle room. I just don't remember. Because uh, four gives us from three to five. Okay. I had six, so we were pretty close. We're not that far off. Yeah. If it's in the middle, four would still get us there. I'm trying. There was that. What is that movie? Now I'm thinking there's a movie called Apollo 18 that was a horror movie about being based on the moon. Um, And like the reason now you find out why we never went back to the moon. Aliens. Um. <laughs> Leah and her damn moon logic. I don't know. If we go five, that means we're committing to 11, 12, 14, and 15 hitting them, landing on the moon. And I'd actually be okay with that. Because then we cover from four to six. Right. That's what I'm saying. We count at least four. I don't know about Apollo 15, but we'll, we'll go with five. That's fine. We'll lock in. Okay, so uh, Mike and Nikki, uh, were you guys able to come up with an answer? Uh, yeah, we we said six because um, basically Apollo's eleven through seventeen minus thirteen because okay. it didn't land. Okay, and so Chris and Sarah, what did you guess? Well, I'm glad Sarah just had talked me into going more. We guessed five. Okay, so I will read you what my exact uh, wording is on my paper and makes me think that Mike somehow has access to my computer. Six missions landed men on the moon. 11 through 17, parenthetical, minus 13. So, <laughs> I swear I don't. Yeah, so uh, your answer is 11, 12, 
14, 15, 16, 17. That's six missions landed on the moon. So I was right. There's got to be a movie then called Apollo 18. It is, and it's about like a failed mission, a last failed mission. Now you know why we never went back. And it's like, aliens are on the moon. They're attacking humans when they land. Yeah, it's stupid. And that's how, but that's how I remember that 17 was the last Apollo mission. That's the only way I can remember it, too. So it's good that they came out with that movie. I should have remembered because I was an idiot that spent like $12 to go see that shit. Yes. Probably more than that because I probably bought popcorn. You know I'm going to buy popcorn at the movie theater. I definitely got a large Diet Coke. I'm probably $30 into Apollo 18. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So great job, everyone. Everyone picks up five points. Uh, question number two in your close counts category. Um is is in sports kind of how tall is shaquille o'neal within one inch sarah i think he's seven one i was thinking seven two so we're still really close we are we are i think uh yao ming was like seven five and Shaq was not significantly shorter but noticeably shorter than yao ming uh 7-2 covers us from 7-1 to 7-3. Do you want to go with that? Yeah, I do remember him being over 7, so. Yeah, we'll we'll go, yeah, we're, we'll lock in with 7-2. All right, so Mike and Nikki, what did you guys lock in with? We went with 7-2. Seven, 7-2, two. Seven, two, all right. And then Chris and Sarah, what did you guys say? I forgot. Did we go 7-1 or 7-2? We went 7-2. We did go 7-2. We did. All right, well, so... You're both either getting points or not getting points, um, but it turns out you guys are both getting points because he's actually seven foot one inch. But you guys guessed within one, so you are all getting points. That was we we almost went seven three, so that was oh wow, yeah. yeah so Yao Ming is a seven six. Okay, or was seven six? I don't know. Yeah. If he's still playing. Um, and he's not. Manute, Manute Bull was seven seven. I think he's still the tallest. Him and George Mirasan, I think, were yeah, both seven George seven. George Mirasan was huge. So great. Well, and I originally had um had this question as Shaq's shoe size, but it turns out that um twenty four double E or something. It, no, it it's well. Some accounts said twenty two, some said twenty three. So I was like, if I do this within one, that's not going to be fair. So I decided to scrap that because everyone said he was seven one. So hold on, my didn't George Mirasan make a movie with Billy Crystal called like My Giant or something? He absolutely made made a movie with Billy Crystal called My Giant. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, and Joey watched it in the hotel room in London on Friends. Okay. And Chandler and Monica <laughs> were having sex. Um. All right. Well, let's just move on from there. Um. Everyone's picking up points there, so you guys are doing great in this round. Um. And the last one in the close counts category is how many acting nominations does Meryl Streep have for an Oscar? Within one. And this could be for Best Actress or Best Supporting. It's any acting nominations for an Oscar. My head went to the number. I've heard this and my head went to like 12. She's won three. I was thinking 14 and then I thought 17, which seemed high. 17 seems high. 14, I would. you could definitely talk me into. I'd be okay with that. But I, I don't know if that number is for best actor or supporting. Well, it doesn't matter. It's just acting Oscars in general. She's definitely been nominated for supporting because I think she got nominated for the post a couple years ago for supporting actress. 17 might not be a bad guess. She's been acting for years. I don't know why, because those numbers aren't, they're off by one. 
No, but 14 to 17, we can go in the middle and go 16. That would cover us 15 to 17. Right. Does that seem high, though, or not really? I don't really? know, I mean, because I, like, if it was best actress, then yes, it would seem high, but she did a lot of supporting work, and she's been in a lot of stuff. 17 does so not actually seem So how many Oscar pools have you won that she's won? <laughs> you should count there. <laughs> <laughs> I've won three or four against Mike and Nikki. I'm thinking, I, I'm just thinking 15 might not be a bad guess. 16 might not be a bad guess. I don't want it because we both kind of thought around 14 too. Should we hover at 15? I'm okay with I'm good with that. We're going to lock in with Waterloo. Yeah. Waterloo. Waterloo. Okay. You want to go 15? Yeah. Okay. So, Mike and Nikki, what number did you guys come up with? I mean, honestly, I didn't have like the brain capacity to try to go through all of her movies because honestly, if, if Meryl Streep like breathes in a movie, she's probably nominated. We went with 12. Okay, so Mike and Nikki locks in with 12. Chris and Sarah, what did you guys say? We got hung up a little bit, but I, we just we ended up on 15. Okay, so uh, she has 17 nominations for Best Actress. Yeah, I was thinking it was maybe Four like... for Best Supporting Actress, so your answer is 21. Oh my god, oh, Sarah. Sh- okay, oh. I was way off. Yeah, so... Like I said, she just has to breathe in a movie. No, you're right, not... yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty. Re- and I think the last one was for the post. I want to say. I want to say it was like 2017 was her most recent one. See, um, I thought she just got nominated the year before last, but I don't yeah, even. Know. Yeah, she ha- she goes in phases where she has runs where it's like every year there's there's one, and then she'll take a couple years off, and then it'll be every year a couple more. Um, so yeah. It's like she can't just. I mean, I feel like if she's in a movie, they just automatically nominate her because they're like no, just not gonna not. Nominate no, she her. was robbed for not getting nominated for Death Becomes Her. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking of that movie yesterday. How great is that movie? Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Who's the, is it, um, Goldie, who's the, is it Goldie Hawn, the other woman in there? Goldie Hawn and Bruce Street, Willis. Goldie Hawn and Bruce Willis. Yes. Very nebbishy <laughs> for Bruce Willis. Great movie. It is. Yeah, and fun fact about Meryl Streep is that, um, she is, um, she holds the record for most nominations, for acting nominations of anybody, like, ever. So, fun fact. I'll throw this out there. Uh, Steven's brother, Josh, just texted me saying, and I quote, I am four outs away from seeing my second no-hitter in person, of course, for the opposing team. So I guess there's a no-hitter going on in Texas right now. The second one this year for the Rangers. What is with all the no-hitters this year? This is crazy. People are very lazy this year. You know, there's those batters. They're just like, yeah, I don't really feel like hitting. All right, so we are going into the second half, and our, which is just one round. Um, and uh, we our scores are with Mike and Nikki with 30 points and Chris and Sarah with 29. So it's still anybody's game. Real close game, guys. All right, so uh, your second half category is one of these is not like the other. Um, I'm going to give you a list of five items. Both teams will answer all five questions each uh, question will have five items, and your job is to tell me which of these items does not fit with the theme. You will get 10 points for guessing the correct answer. I was going to do a bonus for themes, but I decided not to do that. So let's just be thinking in your head for, for fun points if uh, you can pick what the the actual um, theme is to the question. All right. Are the teams ready? Ready. Ready. Let's do it. So again, I'm going to give you five items, and you are telling me which one of the five items does not belong with the theme. So question number one, Aries. 
Artemis. Aurora. Demeter. And Dionysus. Talk it out and let me know. I'm thinking Aurora, right? Aren't the other ones all Greek gods? I don't I think Aurora's a Disney princess. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, I think Aurora's Sleeping Beauty, isn't she? I think so, yeah. I don't uh, know of a um Greek god and or goddess that was ever named Aurora. I don't either. Uh I gods and goddesses are not my cup of tea, so yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Let's let's lock it in. Okay. All right, so Mike and Nikki, you guys can close in on your discussion. We said Aurora. We think all of the other ones sound like uh, Greek mythology figures. That at least those that we recognize the other four, but not Aurora. Uh, we, I'm not sure if she's Roman or what, but that's what we said. We said so Aurora. So she's Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, she's Sleeping Beauty. There you go. Okay, she's Aurora. All right. And so uh, Chris and Sarah, what did you guys say? We had basically the exact conversation. Uh, Aurora was a Disney princess, and the other one sounds like Greek gods and or goddesses. So we also said Aurora was the one that doesn't fit. Yeah, also not we. Not we. Sarah told me what the answer was, and I went, yes, ma'am. Well, Chris named every Disney princess ever, and then I got <laughs> bored, and I was like, let's just go with Aurora. Hey, Princess Demeter was a delight. Huh. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, though, were were four of these were were three of the Greek uh, people in the on that list in Hercules? Was it one of these was not a character in a Disney movie? Right. So, it, so that's going to be the trick with this is that you you kind of have to take a guess as to what you think the theme is when you're guessing. Um, but luckily for you guys, you did pick out the one that did not belong, and it was Aurora, Ares, Artemis, Demeter, and Dionysus were all Greek gods, and Aurora is a Roman goddess. So four Greeks, Woo-hoo. one was Roman. Um, she's also Disney princess as well, but yeah. One of the other original, I had Apollo on this list as well. Um, I had to scratch that one because he is a, or she, I guess, is a Greek and a Roman. There's one in both. So uh, so I had to scratch that one. But yeah, I fact checked this and four of them were all Greek gods or goddesses. And then Aurora was a Roman. So nicely done, everyone. Everyone gets 10 points. We'll take it. I actually didn't know Apollo was also a Roman god, so that would have really confused me. I'd have been like, all five of these are Greek gods. What the heck? Yeah, it was. I had to I had to double check the lists of both to make sure that there were no crossovers. And I was like, Apollo is? I was like, damn it. I was like, just going to change this. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Luckily, I fact checked before I started. All right. So here's the one that I'm most nervous about. But here we go. We're going to do this. I should not be able <laughs> yeah. to write science questions because I get them wrong every time and get crap for it. But here we go. Here's your science category. Science? All right. We have noble gases, halogens, alkaline earth metals, transition metals, and minerals. You are going to tell me which of these is not like the other and does not belong in the grouping. Can you repeat, please? Yep. Noble gases, halogens. Alkaline earth metals, transition metals, and minerals. Uh, Sarah, do you have any idea? What is? Do you know what a halogen is? It's on the periodic table. Um, no, I, I, I didn't take... It's well known in this podcast. I never took chemistry. Fantastic. I cheated in chemistry. Because I'm thinking, I mean, the other ones to me all seem 
like metals, the word minerals, a lot of minerals are metals. But I'm getting, I don't know if I'm getting hung up there just because. And I'm thinking maybe these are all portions of the periodic table. Um, but I think halogens are on the periodic table. Noble gases are on the periodic table. But the other three, I, I don't I don't know the periodic table well enough to know whether or not they are. Um, they could be like subsets of the periodic table or classifications within the periodic table. But again, I, I didn't, I've never in my life taken chemistry. I don't think I've spent in my entire life more than two hours total staring at a periodic table. Which I don't know. My head went to one of the metals because there's two metals listed and I don't know you give two metals if that that logically that's the one that stands out because there's two of them. Right. Well I don't know what it means by transition metals, but maybe like something naturally occurring versus something not naturally occurring. Maybe. But I don't know what a trans like what would be considered a transition metal. I my gut says transition metals, but that's my best guess. I don't there's no logic to it. I'm just I'm dumb when it comes to this stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't, if I understood halogens a little more, I don't, that's not. Do you want to go halogens? You, you sounds like you've got a little bit of an, uh, something in your craw there. So if you want to go halogens, I will 100% ride with you. Not really, because I feel like I don't have a solid reason. I'm with you, kind of, the, the metals make sense that maybe one of them doesn't belong. I mean, minerals and metals, uh, the gases and halogen kind of throws me off, but that it makes me feel like they're part of. Like, they both don't fit, so one of them has to fit. Okay. So, I, I mean, I'm going to transition metals. I don't, and I don't even know if it's naturally occurring or not, but I, I don't have a better answer than that. I'm going to okay. feel like a dipshit. So I'm going to hold up a, I'm going to hold up a number, and if you get it right, we're going to go halogens. If you get it wrong, we're going to go transition metals. It's either going to be a one or a two. Guess the number. Two. It was a one, so we're going to so go... So halogens? No, you got it wrong, so we're going to go transition metals. Oh, transition metals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's, let's do that. Okay, so Mike and Nikki, tell us your thoughts on my stupid science question that I shouldn't be allowed to write anymore. I I liked it. Uh, it was just trying to draw, trying to pull up uh, my chemistry, chemistry so that uh, the noble gases and the halogens I knew were... Uh, groupings of elements on the periodic table and of the remainder i'm we were fairly certain that the the metals the alkaline earth metals and transition metals were also uh descriptors i don't know what you would call it of like groups of elements on the periodic table whereas minerals is not so we said minerals okay so mike and nikki said minerals chris and sarah what did you say uh, we are dumb. Uh, we we talked it out. You heard us talk it out. And we had it down to two, and we did a 50-50 shot and went with transition metals. But now what Mike is saying makes a lot of sense that minerals is probably not a subcategory of the periodic table. So Right. So to, um, to give you some background of the research on this is that I was looking for different groupings of elements on the periodic table. Um, and by doing that, it looks like there are several different, it de kind of depends on who you ask how 
things are grouped and what names are used for that. So noble gases, halogens, alkaline earth metals, and transition metals are all uh, groupings that are fairly common um, in, in scientific circles of different groupings of different elements on the table. Minerals is something I just made up. Minerals can be found on the periodic table, but they are not like a, a commonly referred to grouping of different elements on the periodic table. So the minerals is what we are looking for that does not fit with the others. Yeah, it seems too basic now that I go back and look at it. It doesn't fit in with the others. You're right. All right, so Mike and Nikki pick up 10 points there. Hopefully this next category will be more to your liking. This is in sports. Sports. I'm going to... Corey Kluber just completed his no-hitter, by the way. (laughs) How about that? Well, that's um, maybe talking about pitchers. Um... In baseball, so this category is also about baseball, so hopefully you guys will be able to pick up on a theme here. Um, the categories, or the, not the categories, the people we have here are Johnny Bench, Mike Piazza, Joe Torrey, Ricardo Pinsky, and Carlton Fisk. Okay, so Sarah, what do you know? I'm going with Fisk because I believe all of the others are catchers. Fisk was a catcher. Penske wasn't a catcher. I don't know. I don't know who Penske is. Bench, Piazza, Torrey, and Fisk were definitely all catchers, though. Why am I confu- Who am I confusing Fisk with then? I have no idea. Carlton Fisk was the catcher for the Red Sox that hit the home run, and he was waving it fair. He also was a catcher for the White Sox for a long time. He's in the Hall of Fame, but he's definitely a catcher. <laughs> But we're on the same page as catchers, right? <laughs> we're on, we're on the, I think we're on the catcher page. Oh, they're making out again. We're on the catcher page, um, but I don't know. I, I don't, who's Penske? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. We're going to go with these are all people say, uh, Sarah and Chris have never heard, have heard of except for Penske. Is that okay? Can we, that, I mean, that, yeah, that I'm not as, you don't have to tell me the category. I just need to know which one doesn't fit. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'm trying to think who I'm confusing Fisk with. Thank you for sending me straight, though. It's embarrassing. Call yourself a baseball fan. I mean, I've heard the name. It's just not... Was he a White Sox? Was he a White Sox? She's not going to tell us. So... I do not have that information to tell you, even if I knew it. (laughs) No. It was not part of my research. The other thing here is I think Bench, Piazza, I don't know where Joe Torrey played. I thought he played in the Dodgers. But, like, four of them might be all National League clubs, and then Carlton Fisk only played in the American League. That's what scares me. But I don't know who Penske is. At least I know four of them are catchers, and I think that's our best bet. Penske Pole? Penske Pole? What am I thinking of? I have no – that does not ring a bell at all. What was his first name? Ricardo. Ricardo Penske? No. Mm. No, I feel like I would... I, I, I say we go with Penske. He's the only one there that doesn't add up in the catcher realm, and that's the most obvious answer, and sometimes that's the right answer. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you guys are back, so you guys can share with us what your thoughts were on this. Hi. Uh, so, uh, I think that the theme of this is baseball players Mike has heard of. <laughs> Uh, so one of these Mike had not heard of, uh, and actually I say Mike, but that's true of both me and Nikki. Uh, I don't know any 
name. <laughs> you recognize the names at least. But fortunately, the four that I had heard of also happened to have all played catcher in the major league. So I'm guessing that whatever position Ricardo Pinsky played, assuming he was actually a baseball player, I don't know. Never heard the name. Uh, I'm guessing he also was not a catcher. So we, anyway, we locked in with Ricardo Pinsky. Okay. And then Chris and Sarah, what did you guess? Exact same thing for the exact same reason. The other four are catchers. Right. Never Wait, heard Chris, of I got to jump time in. The, I looked up the Penske poll, and Fenway is the poll from the Carlton Fisk thing. Oh, it right is. Now. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and that that guy was named for – wait, he was a shortstop, Johnny Pe- Pesky, Pes- the Pesky poll. Um, so you guys were correct. We were looking for famous MLB catchers. All of these guys are like the top – like on the list of the top MLB catchers of all time. Um, the best catcher of all time is still playing today, and as a Cubs fan, I hate saying that. Yeah, well, there were a couple that were still in, in active, so I didn't put them in here. Uh, by original instead of Ricardo Pinsky, which is a made-up name, he's not real. <laughs> um, he uh, so, but I'll tell you why. Because the original one, I just made up a name. I was like, I had Ricardo in, and I was like, I'll do Ricardo Dempsey. And then I was like, well, let me Google to make sure. Uh, Rick, Rick 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 Dempsey, yeah, I was like, yeah. let me Google and make sure that Ricardo Dempsey isn't a real life person. And whenever I looked it up, I was like, damn it, he was a catcher for the Orioles. So I was, well, yes, Rick, was. Rick Dempsey, it was Richard Dempsey. And I said, Ricardo. Yeah. But I was like, nope, that's going to trip everybody up. That's too confusing. So then I changed it to Pinsky because I was like, that sounds like a name. Um, yeah. That would that probably would have thrown me because I knew, because uh, he played, he was. I want to say he was the World Series MVP when they won in '83. Yeah, I could be wrong on that. But. So that, uh, so just so you know, my thought process on Ricardo Pinsky is that I originally na- uh, named that person Ricardo Dempsey, and that was too close to Rick Dempsey, who was also a catcher. So there we go, nicely done. Everyone picks up ten points, yay! And that was your obligatory sports question. So your next category is going to be in music. So I'm going to give you guys uh, five. You're going to tell me which one does not belong. Here are your five. Fantasia Barino. Bo Bice. Taylor Hicks. Candace Glover. And Just Sam. Fantasia Barino. Bo Bice. Taylor Hicks. Candace Glover. And just Sam. All right, Sarah. So there's a um, American Idol connection here. Uh, Fantasia Barino, Bo Bice, Taylor Hicks are all from uh, American, American Idol. Idol. I never heard of Candace Glover or just Sam, but those very well could be American Idol people. seen American Idol. I'm tend to say Bo Bice didn't win. I think Fantasia won. Taylor, I know, won. Uh, but Candace Glover and Just Sam don't make sense. Uh, I'm tempted to go Candace Glover or Bo Bice, depending on which logic stream we want to follow, whether we're going with known contestants or we're going with known winners. So if we're going with people we know are contestants, I'm willing to bet Just Sam is somewhere on there. Candace Glover is maybe the odd person out. I don't I don't know. Pick one. I'm talking in circles for the three episodes of American Idol I've seen. I was gonna say I've never seen one. Um so 
I mean, I mean that makes sense, right? If you're thinking the others are winners, do we go the non-winner route? Yeah, I don't think Bo Bice was a winner, but I, there's there's zero logic there. There real legitimately is zero logic because I don't know. I don't. I never watched the show. I know the name because my wife's talked about him. Has she ever said just Sam? Only in bed. I'm tem- I'm tempted to say just go just Sam just for the hell of it. I don't I don't have another logic way of getting there. Yeah, I, I yeah I don't. I've never seen the show, so okay. I, I've got no input here. We're gonna go with just Sam. All right, so Mike and Nikki, come on back and tell us what you were thinking. I mean, we we knew that these were American Idol. It, I mean, we think <laughs> um, first three. <laughs> yeah, first three. I mean, my only thought was I know that. Bo Bice didn't win. Um, and I know that Taylor Hicks and Fantasia did win. So I'm assuming that the other ones were maybe winners. So we went with Bo Bice, even though I don't know who the other two are. Because I stopped watching American Idol a while ago. Okay, and then Chris and Sarah, you guys recap us on what your guess was. We went with just Sam. Okay, so your theme that you were going for were the you were looking for American Idol winners. So four of these people have won American Idol and one has not. And uh, Bo Bice was on season two of American Idol and lost to Carrie Underwood in the finals. Season two was not Carrie three. Underwood. Season, season three it was Carrie Underwood. I know season two that was Ruben Stoddard and Clay Aiken. Okay. Season, th- see, edit point, season three, Bo Bice lost to Carrie Underwood. That was my first season that I watched. Um, and I was rooting for Bo Bice. What did I know? Um, all right. And so, Me too. yeah, Mike and, Mike and Nikki uh, pick up 10 points there and is uh, creating a, a rather large lead. Um, but it is not over yet. We still got one more category in the which of these is not like the other theme. All right, so here is your final question in the which of these is not like the other. We have Department of Exterior, Department of Transportation, Department of Commerce, Department of Justice, Department of Veteran Affairs. All right, Sarah, um, what do you think the theme is? I'm thinking of departments ran by the U.S. government. I mean, these are all departments in the U.S. government. So we got, what is it? We have the exterior. You said Department of the Exterior? No, there's a Department of the Interior. I don't think there's actually a Department of the Exterior. That's the one I was thinking. It seemed, but yeah. the other ones, I mean, they're all. I was, My original thought was like line of succession somehow, but no, I don't, I think, I think we're right. I don't think there's a Department of the Exterior. I don't think that's real. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go with that? I agree with you on that. That didn't, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with Department of the Exterior. All right, so Mike and Nikki, what were you thinking? Um, so we're the, these are uh ca- we we were thinking these were cabinets and cabinet posts in the uh executive branch. Uh and there is a Department of the Interior, but there are, as far as we know there's not a Department of the Exterior, so we said Department of the Exterior is the odd person out. All right, and then Chris and Sarah, what did you say? The same thing, but I don't think that we said the word cabinet. But yeah, I have the same conclusion. Department of the Interior, but not Department of the Exterior. So we also chose that one. Okay, well, you guys are spot on. Um, These were all uh, current federal executive departments of the United States government. 
Um, there is an interior, but not an exterior, unless you Google it, and then it takes you down a very dark path um, where there are actually fake websites out there as if this uh, department actually existed, and one of them was very elaborate in its search for extraterrestrial life um, and things like that. And I was very, um, I was very impressed with the elaborate schemes because it actually made me go to these websites and think, oh, is there really a Department of the Exterior here? These websites look so official. But I had to uh, do a deep dive into it, and it is not actually an official um, Executive Department of the United States government. You didn't give your email or anything like that to any Nigerian princes, right? I did not. But um, the fact that the websites did not end in .gov, that was a sure sign that these were not actually things that existed. <laughs> so, Yeah, whitehouse.com was certainly a big... Uh... A thing that everybody knew in the '90s. I don't. I think that. I think the government ultimately bought it back. But yeah. Right. All right. So going into our final wager round, everybody's favorite. We have Mike and Nikki with 80 points, and Chris and Sarah with 59. And uh, how 59, are we? dudes. Yeah, and how our our wager round works is that I'm going to give you the three categories, and then each team can choose to split up the points that they have obtained during the game um, and split them up any way they want to within the three categories before hearing the question. Um, are you guys familiar with this? Are you ready? Do you have any questions? No, we're ready for the categories. All right, so here are your three categories. They will sound familiar to you because they are all categories we have already played in today's game. Um, category one, question number one, is going to be in Who Am I? Category two is going to be in Close Counts. And category three is going to be in One of These is Not Like the Other. Go ahead and talk it out with your teammate, and in a few minutes, we will get to the questions. All righty. We can lock in our wager. Okay, great. So I will go ahead and read you the first question, and then you guys can talk it out with your team. So your category is in Who Am I? I was ranked the sixth greatest North American athlete of the 20th century and the highest ranked in my sport, according to ESPN. My most Famous moment came in the 1936 Olympics when I won four gold medals, much to the annoyance of Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party. In my later life, I became a goodwill ambassador for America and athletics. Who am I? And then I guess you guys just let me know when you're good and then we'll move on to the second question and I'll get all your answers at the very end. Yeah, well, Sarah and I are going to go ahead and lock in. We'll let Mike and Nikki talk it out. Okay. Yeah, we, we, we can actually go ahead and, and lock in, too. So. All right. All right, so question number two is in close counts. How many electoral college votes does Hawaii get? And this is played just like in the regular game where you need to get within one to get the points. I am a benevolent overlord. All right, Mike and Nikki can lock in. Okay, Mike and Nikki are locked. I think Vermont has like six electoral votes, so I think it's a matter of do we think there's more or less people in Hawaii than there are in Vermont. I could be wrong there. Vermont might only have like two electoral votes. I te- I text you. I'm I'm thinking three. I'd... I I uh, I'm okay with three. I 
it's going to be small. It's a small population. It's a small state. Yeah, that's one of the. It's small, and I I don't remember it ever being any more than that. So I was thinking like two to three range. Okay, three works for me. Okay. All right, and then question number three. One of these is not like the other. Bow rider. Suspension. Arch. Truss. And beam. I will repeat those. Bow rider. Can you spell bow rider? B O W R I D E R. Suspension. Arch. Truss. T R U S S. And beam. B E A M. Yep, we're locked in. I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Um, I yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I just don't know what bow rider is. I I don't I don't either. The the other four I at least feel like are terms that I could maybe vaguely associate with bridges. Mm-hmm. I've never heard. At least if I can, as far as I can think, I don't know the term bow rider. It doesn't sound. It doesn't ring a bell at all. So. Okay. Um, I mean, but you- I don't. I don't. That's the only thing, and it, but it's a very vague association with the other four, and like, yeah, like I, I can't say they're all it. types of bridges definitively. I can say, oh, I think they're construction terms that are maybe related to. It. Well, the thing is, I'm still like, is it construction or is it some kind of gymnastics? gymnastics. No, exactly. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely, because uh, uh, it could be gymnastics. I don't know. It's up to you. You want to go with bow rider? Yeah, I guess we'll just say bow rider. Okay. All right, so now we are going to go through the questions in um, each team's answers and what they wagered for each question. So question number one, who am I? Um, Mike and Nikki, what did you guess and what did you wager? Uh, We said Jesse Owens and we wagered 13 points. Okay, and Chris and Sarah, what did you guess and what did you wager? We also said Jesse Owens and we didn't wager anything. Okay, well, Jesse Owens is correct. He is the uh, the answer to that, and I thought it was just very funny that um, Hitler was very annoyed that he thought the 1936 Olympics was going to be um, dominated by his people, and uh, Jesse Owens came in and just said, damn you all, I'm going to take all your medals, and he did, so it was kind of cool. Until you hear about what happened when he got back to the States, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, let's not t- let's not talk about that. They said the president <laughs> wouldn't even shake his hand. That made me very sad. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, so, yay for everyone for getting that correctly. Some will be gaining points. Some will not. Um. But everyone got it right. So bragging rights. Yay. All right. Question number two: How many electoral college votes does Hawaii get? Mike and Nikki, what did you answer, and how many points did you wager? Uh, so as I've mentioned before, I stare at electoral college maps a lot every four years, uh, and I'm fairly certain Hawaii has four electoral votes, but I know it doesn't have more than four electoral votes, and it can't have less than three, so we said four. Okay, and how much did you wager for that one? We wagered 13 points. Okay, perfect. All right, and then Chris and Sarah, what did you say? We went... With three, actually. So I hope either both of us are right or none of us are right. Um, and we wagered 30 on that one. 
Okay. So. Um, so you have the correct answer is four. Right on the money, Mike and Nikki. Um, but because it's close counts, if you were within one, you got the points. So everyone gets points for that one. Yay. Everybody gets points. Come down to this question. Yep. Yeah, so going into the last question, I have our our scores as Mike and Nikki with the 106, and then Chris and Sarah with 89. So it does come down to the final question and what everyone wagered. So which one of these was not like the other? Mike and Nikki, what did you guess? We didn't know this one at all. Like we were very confused. Um Rider was the only one we just didn't know what that was. Everything else had like a loose like construction or bridge connotation, so uh, we don't really know. But Bow Rider <laughs> is what we guessed. All right, and how many points did you wager on that one? Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, and then Chris and Sarah, what did you guess? Uh, literally the exact same conversation. Um. Never heard of Bow Rider in our life. The other four we could loosely tie to Bridges in one way or another, um, except Jeff Bridges. We couldn't tie it to Jeff Bridges. But yeah, we Bow Rider is what we guessed. Bad jokes aside, and we wagered twenty nine. Okay, so uh, the correct answer for that one is Bow Rider. Um, the rest of them are actual types of bridges. Um, Bow Rider is actually a type of boat. So I picked the name of that because I was like, eh, it's related to water and so are bridges. So maybe that'll trip people up. So that was actually a type of boat. Ma boat. She's a bow rider. Um, so if I'm doing the math right. You did the math right. Mike and Nikki knew what they were doing. I have uh, Mike and Nikki ending with 119 and Chris and Sarah with 118. One point difference? That should be correct, yes. All right. Well, good game, everyone. What a close game that was. Sarah, we wagered right. We had to get two out of the three. We no, you guys you guys did per you guys did perfect. We we were just like <laughs> we wagered to get one I mean, more than you guys. You did, but we, we tried to hedge our bets by making sure we didn't have to get three right. We only wanted to get two right. And right. you guys, if you had gotten any of those wrong, our logic would have paid off. But we just ran out of time. It's okay. Hell of a game. So close, and, and, we? And, and we went we went for balance. We were kind of like, if we get two right and one wrong, we're still, you know. Oh, calm down, Thanos. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. If you're enjoying the show and you want more of our crazy antics and shenanigans, one, be like Sarah, finish your beer. Two, log into patreon.com slash PTEBB. We have launched our Patreon account, and that is going to be your exclusive content, your exclusive home for all of our bonus content for both the Pub Trivia Experience podcast and our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. Bonus content throughout the month will be released there. You're going to get thank you notes and all that fun stuff. You'll have the ability to come on and play trivia with us. Come on and uh, submit brackets, do some brackets with us. It's going to be a good old-fashioned time. Uh, if you're not on, uh, if you haven't f- started following us on Facebook, in fa- yeah, I can't talk today. I've been drinking. If you're on Facebook, though, Facebook, uh, we have a new Facebook group called The Lounge. Fans of pub trivia experience of boozy bracketology. Come on there. Tell us what you're doing. Tell us uh, what you're doing. Jesus. <laughs> that yeah, we want to know. That's a hell of a beer. I tell you what. We want to know exactly what you're doing at every moment of the day. So please come on here and let us know. Uh, come on there. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us why Chris is an idiot. 
It's okay. I'm used to it. We somehow got through an entire recording with Mike and Nikki without there being a single reference to Stanley Kubrick's classic film Psycho. I can't believe it. I feel such shame. You feel you feel shame like I do when I thought Stanley Kubrick directed Psycho. It's okay. It's okay. Pretty sure that's grounds for cutting them out of your life, right? You yeah. win, Mike, as ex- expected. Yeah. Chris, if, if it helps in the boozy recording a couple nights ago, even though you weren't there, I slipped in a reference <laughs> to those, the other podcasts. Oh, my Lord. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Instagram is Pub Trivia Experience. Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod. PubTriviaExperience.com as always. But for the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I have been Leah. Nikki. I'm Mike. And Sarah. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everyone.